0: Hey guys, thanks for taking the drive down State Street. On this episode, we welcome you to our first ever Christmas special. Merry Christmas, State Street residents. Welcome to the show. It's uh, the co host, Nick Kleitch, and with me, as always, uh, are my good buds, Jeremy Machino and Cole Sazinski. Uh, Jira or, uh,
1: gentlemen, how are we doing? Nick, it's, it's going great. You know, we're just, uh, gearing up for the, the Christmas holiday that is coming around. So happy, uh, uh wow. Happy holidays. First off to everyone that is a celebrating a holiday or Merry Christmas, if that is your thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of ready to kick off this, this somewhat special episode where, you know, we're not going to give really a really a traditional episode, but we're going to talk more, more Christmas things.
2: So you guys were recording this on, on December 20th which means there's five days until Christmas. So the account, the countdown's like officially on, but as we were kind of talking off air, that means there's only 10 days left of 2020, which I think people would be even more excited about. Uh, and so I'm over the moon just kind of with where we're at in the, in the year, as far as calendar goes and, and the holiday season goes, but uh, I'm excited just to kind of talk a little Christmas stuff. Uh, this is going to be more of a fun episode. It's filled with cheer, filled with happiness Filled with a, a little Christmas smell sprinkled in, I can, I can smell it even, and uh, and so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to to talk to you guys a little bit about Christmas.
0: Yeah, it'll be a great opportunity for our residents to learn a little bit about our traditions that we do. Um, some favorite movies, some favorite music, some favorite pies or brownies or turkey or what have you. But uh, I'm try I'm gonna be relishing. Thanksgiving
2: was last month.
0: I'm going to be relishing this because it is the first edition, first annual Merry Christmas episode on state street, which is a big moment for us. And, um, we couldn't be more grateful to have everyone along the way, uh, to be in and to share the cheer. So, uh, let's start it out here. So I'm going to turn it over to Jeremy and Jeremy is going to very positively inform us of his Christmas traditions.
1: All right. So, you know, we're not really doing the, the Machino family Christmas this year because of COVID. And, you know, I have elderly grandparents who, you know, probably shouldn't be around at this time of year. But generally, we usually have Christmas Eve at my house every year. And it's either steak, crab, or something just really, really tasty, right? We all gather with the whole family here at the Machino household. Dad cooks up steak, lobster, or whatever, whatever's on the docket. And it's always just absolutely fire food. Like, I cannot stress to you enough how much I love the food and then you know <laughs> any any dish in particular um the steak is always good we've had lobster mm. and crab a couple of times too and wow that's Ooh, like okay. yeah absolutely i will do that 10 times out of 10 i would like i would literally eat steak or crab every day of the week if i could but after dinner usually we have a little pie hopefully some french silk pie didn't get any uh on thanksgiving so i'm still kind of feeding for some and uh yeah, go listen to that episode if you want to hear me hear hear how much I love French silk pie. But after after pie time or dessert time or whatever, we go uh, go unwrap presents. We we usually do a couple presents at a, at our house before you know Christmas because who doesn't like to open presents early? Then Christmas comes around and we we usually head to my my grandmother's house and then we do all of her presents at my grandmother's house and we do just uh, kind of like a not like a super fancy like lunch or brunch it's more just a sometimes like we'll pick up pizza or my grandma will make ham or something like that it's not like super fancy and we'll sit down with my grandma until like 5 6 7 p.m at night and just hang out there and then come back home and you know try to sleep off all the food we just ate because the past two days there's been probably at
0: least seven thousand calories consumed gotcha so i have two follow-up questions First one was, can you eat that seafood anywhere, or is it the way it's specifically prepared by your father or whomever makes this food?
1: It's a, it's a pretty general just a seafood dish, so you could probably get it at any kind of restaurant, like a Red Lobster or anywhere that really serves seafood.
0: Okay, because I would not tag you as someone that would like seafood, to be honest with you.
1: Dude, I love seafood. I love salmon. I love crab legs. I love lobster. I like literally I love sushi so much that I can get a tray and just eat it all in one sitting.
2: Boy sushi, are you basic, Jeremy.
0: Yeah. Well, sushi is awesome. I'll I'll give you that one. I love sushi myself and I'm a big fan of seafood too, but I don't eat it very regularly. So I just was a little taken in a in a present or uh just a, a fun way that you had mentioned that. So the second was so you with Santa, obviously Santa delivers all the presents to everyone. Oh, absolutely you know, it's, right! It's a very big event that he has to do. I know he's gearing up to to make that trip around the world. Um, so you actually he comes and visits you before Christmas Day. Santa does.
1: Um, usually it's the the parents' presents that come before Christmas Day, and then it's the the Santa presents that come on Christmas Day. So I see. He still okay. gets his milk and cookies from our household.
0: <laughs> That's good. He appreciates it. Somehow he eats. Millions and millions of cookies and drinks, millions of glasses of milk in one night. It's pretty incredible. Hey, but, you uh, got to do
1: it to stay awake.
0: <laughs> that's right. Perfect. Well, thank you for sharing that for our residents. Um, and then I'm going to turn it over to Cole. So, what is uh, Cole, if you wouldn't mind, to positively interject the Szynski family tradition?
2: Yeah, we. Uh, so, so ours, you know, much like Jeremy, it starts on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Um, normally it's you know you spend the day just kind of like christmas eve day hanging out um if you're getting if you're going to be hosting you you usually mom's freaking out by 11 a.m about cleaning your room cleaning the downstairs living room or the the basement vacuuming getting getting food cooked that needs to be pre-prepared or get go to the store make those last minute buys um and then Right around like four o'clock is when you start getting ready for for church. Um, you know, make that Christmas Eve service that way. Christmas Day, you wake up, you don't have to worry about going to church. Get your Christmas your church Christmas uh, fix in, but get to church whenever that whenever that time would be. And um, that one, just growing up, I just have to interject and throw this out because I don't know if you guys ever felt like this anytime you went to church around the holidays. But it's like that service, Christmas Eve service, always felt like it took the longest just because it's like the excitement is there one to get home and scarf, like every piece of food you can down into your stomach that your stomach can hold, like just gorge yourself on Christmas Eve to get to sleep, to make yourself sleepy enough to like, not just be up all night anticipating Santa. Um, and so that's normally what we do is like, we go to church, you get home, we always do oyster stew on, uh, on Christmas Eve, which is Fire. Um that that's one one thing that that I think my family has mastered um is, is oyster stew. We do a really great job. My grandpa did a really good one last last Christmas. I think my parents are gonna do a really good one this year. And then uh yeah, by then it's time to to open the one present we get to open on Christmas Eve. Up until this point, it's always been Christmas pajamas. So it's like mm. you open up your Christmas pajamas, you go to bed in your Christmas pajamas, you wake up and it's time to open presents. Santa's been there. Uh, he's eating his, his milk and cookies. Um, and then, yeah, like, I mean, you, you wake up, you, you get the presents open. We do them all together. So we, we come down, we see what Santa's left in the stocking. We see what Santa's left under the tree, uh, whether it's wrapped or unwrapped. And then we open up kind of the gifts that we're giving to each other. And, and by then it's time to either hightail it to wherever we're spending Christmas Day at or, uh, or clean it all up again and get ready to host one more time.
0: Oh, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, we got to ask and see if anyone knows uh, Santa at all. We'd love to get him on the podcast here and make him a State Street resident. I think he'd have a hell of a, I have an episode to share with our residents, that'd be great. Um, so you also open a gift prior to the actual day of Christmas, Cole.
2: Yeah, so we yeah, like I said, we uh, we open one gift before we go to bed on Christmas Christmas Eve that it's typically it's typically some sort of pajamas I would like to lobby, just because now I mean I'm 24 years old. Uh, I have a number of Christmas pajamas now. At this point, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would lobby for my parents to to do like maybe like an ugly Christmas sweater or or some sort of like just change up or curveball into the mix. Um, but no, that is an absolute staple in our household on Christmas Eve.
0: Oh man, that's great! And I know your family. I've met a lot of them and actually all of them, let me correct that statement, Um, very just friendly people. Um, And I'm sure the Machinos are as well, too. So uh, our Christmas tradition has evolved actually over the years. And um, it's due to many things growing up being the primary reason. But I always remember we'd have to go to 10 p.m. mass on Christmas Eve. And like, I just hated it because like, first off I could barely like stay awake just because there's so many distractions. And like me being a young kid trying to sit through 10 PM church was like, okay, I'm probably just going to fall asleep or, you know, just kind of space out for a while. Sorry, mom and dad, if you hear that and you know, we're hoping that I was listening to the, the beautiful message, but, uh, we're, we, I grew up in a Catholic household, so it was a very structured, very traditional mass that we went to every year, uh, and occasionally made jokes about, you know, the priest and kind of the same routine over and over again. Um, so we used to do that. We used to go to 10 PM and then we used to hold off until Christmas day. So we used to hold off because Santa hadn't got there yet. And we were hoping he did get there and somehow that son of a gun made it and he's great. And so we, uh, we would each take a turn, um, opening a present and it was super good because I just remember as a kid, you know, you would write the list of Santa and for some reason or somehow he was so accurate. He would just find a way to get you exactly what you wanted. And I just, as a kid, it was so cool to me. I'm like, this guy's so smart. I don't know who is sending them this or how he's getting the information, but he always seems to never fail. So (laughs) I appreciated that. Um, Now what we do is we kind of split it between uh, mom and dad. So my parents got divorced. So with mom, we usually go on Christmas Eve mass and, you know, just get together, uh, open some presents and enjoy each other. Uh, And then dad would be Christmas day. Um, But I just love that morning of it's crisp or snow on the ground. You get that cup of coffee going and just, there's really no worries in the world. I mean, who's having a bad day on Christmas, right? No doubt. So I, I have a question actually, Nick, since you're talking about
2: just different sides of the families and kind of how you split it up and, and the dynamics that go into that is, and this is, this goes for both of you guys, just because Nick, you're talking, I'll start with you. But is there like one side of the family that you guys know is like, is maybe going to be a little bit more of a wild Christmas? Like either you guys are going to get after a little more as far as partying goes, or like, maybe, you know, like, okay, Christmas day, like we're having this side of the family over like, okay, crazy c- Crazy aunt, who so and so is going to be there. Or maybe, like, I wonder what kind of present grandma's going to give us this year. She always gives wild, kind of off the wall gifts. Like, do you guys have that in your family? And if so, Nick, what, what does that dynamic look like?
0: Yeah. And I, I do apologize. So, just uh, to bring back the full day of Christmas. So, when we would open presents the day of Christmas, we would then go to my mom's side of the family and just spend time with family and do that. So, we still do that on Christmas Day. And there is, I think there's like 50 of us or 60 of us that try to squeeze into a very small household and just complete and utter chaos. But that's what I grew up on. So I love that. And we, the guys <laughs> would go out and play football and play tackle and someone would get hurt wow. and some someone's clothes would get shit on. And then all of a sudden, not, not literally shit on, but just torn up from playing the game. The girls would be doing their thing and uh, now we're getting old enough to where we, we do drink pretty heavily towards the end of the night, just cause there's a lot of us that are the same age. But, um, yeah, always, always a great time though, to be around family and do our white elephant, uh, our white Ooh. elephant exchange. So Jeremy, we can kick her over to you.
1: I, uh, I really don't have any, like these, these crazy aunts or uncles <laughs> or, you know, it's a pretty even keeled, like we're not a very large. So my, my dad, and my mom both have. I believe it's like six siblings, right? But they not a lot of them have kids. And the kids they do have aren't really my age. I only have like two cousins that are actually my age. So it's for me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm sitting there. I'm sipping on my beer, my whatever I have. And I'm kind of just hanging out for a little bit, eating some food, watching some football or some basketball that's on. And, and kind of just doing my thing and, and enjoying Christmas for me is kind of what it's like.
2: Okay. So the reason I ask is just because growing up, I my family had a like really unique dynamic i feel like my mom was the oldest of two on her side of the family uh and then my dad was like the youngest uh, of the bunch on on his side of the family and so growing up whenever we hosted whenever it was like we were getting together with mom's side for christmas i was the oldest grandchild and so i've kind of grown up with like i'm getting to a point especially now where like i'm treated like a grown-up and it's very Uh, um, it's just, it's unique. It's like, I'm the oldest of the grandkids. And so, you know, I was the first for everything. It was like, when I went off to college, it's the first going off to college. And, um, you know, I was a big sport kid. And so it was like, okay, kind of we're, we're following Cole's sports. And I remember my mom talked about, it was a big deal when, when I was born, like the first grandkids coming in, in December, kind of close to Christmas time. And, And then on my dad's side, my dad being the youngest, I was me, my brother and my sister are all the youngest grandkids on that side. Wow. And so that one just got to be wild. We're like, we're still considered kids on that side of the family, which is a lot of fun because the potential for just like being reckless and kind of doing whatever we want is there. Like I can, whenever we get together with them, like I can just play video games because like I'm a kid and, or like I can it's it's more acceptable for me to like run around and maybe be a little more amped up, especially cause we typically get together with them on Christmas. And so it's like all the presents were new and they're fresh. And it's like, I want to play with the Xbox or I want to play with the, the new Robo sapien shout out to my brother. That was a gift that he got. I'll never forget that gift. And like all the gifts were fresh and new. And so it was, it was a lot of fun, but just super unique dynamic. I don't know if any straight state street residents can agree or, or, re or they can, uh, they can sympathize, I guess, if you want to say it that way with, yeah. with that kind of u- dynamic, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it.
0: That, uh, that's something I just learned about you actually Cole live. I never knew that, that your mom was the oldest and your dad was the youngest that is, and does create a room for just a massive difference of, yeah. <laughs> of who you're hanging out with and what you're trying to do. So I'm glad you brought that up because there's so many things when you look back where it's just like, you know, when you, when you're a kid, you don't understand that you do have the crazy uncle or the crazy aunt, or you do have some of those things. And they always make, you know, jokes about that on social media, but then you get older, you're like, okay, you know, you're, you're anticipating 60 people to be under one roof for an extended period of time. And, you know, they all have their personal things that they want to do. And it just never seems to unfold in the way it's supposed to, but I suppose that's the the beauty of the holidays. But, uh, you had mentioned A unique gift or a gift that was very memorable for your brother. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. Is is giving gifts what we've gotten, what we've liked, and then um, some other things along with that. But um, so let's go right back to you, Cole. What is a gift? Maybe not the top gift or top three that that you are remember vividly receiving, either as a child or current. Uh, And then what do you kind of do for gifts now?
2: So I'm going to actually, so, so the way you asked that, I'm going to, I'm going to answer that that last question first, if that's okay. Okay. So gifts now, like I am definitely at a point where clothes are the big gift. Like just because one, I feel like I never have enough that like fits me or I I'm always, I I, I'm definitely at a point as I look over at my closet, people can't see me do this, but I'm just looking over at my closet where it's like, I kind of need an update. Of, of my, my wardrobe a little bit, right? Like I'm, I'm a young professional. Now it's time to get rid of like the, all the t-shirts and the gym shorts and like the fun stuff, which <laughs> there's still room for, for bears and, and cyclone stuff in there. So don't worry about that. But, um, no, that's, I mean, gifts, like as far as stuff I asked for, it's a lot of clothes. And so, um, that it's very basic as far as giving gifts though. Um, I am huge one on getting that done early. Uh and so a lot of times I don't want to spoil anything that that you know people might be listening to this that I might be giving this year have got have given in the past but um I I try to put a lot of thought into into what I give. I I you never want to give a gift. At least I never want to give a gift that I don't feel is going to be used or I feel like is just going yes. to like sit in the back of someone's closet. Yes. You know. Like I want to give something that like they're going to wear, they're going to put the use that's going to be um valuable or bring value to their life, you know, whether it be clothes, whether it be tools, whether it be a gift card, whether it be whatever, like it could, it could be anything, but something that's going to bring value, not just sit in the back of their closet for, you know, years on end.
0: I like that. I like how that's usable because it's so true. Like when you think about some gifts that you got where it's like, and I feel not to, to single out girls here, but I feel like it's much harder to buy for for girls because they you just don't wear their clothing size you don't know anything about that so uh, I kind of a, a special shout out for them during gift giving season but um do you do you have it individualized per the person you're giving like will you give a gift to each one of like so both parents and then siblings or what does that look like
2: so I do I do I do one gift
0: per person
2: um and and that's kind of like our family my my parents typically will do like a couple gift, a couple gifts for each of us. And then we all each give, you know, mom and dad, we we give mom a gift, we give dad a gift, and then they'll usually get each other a gift or two. Um, But yeah, my family's really great. I have to say just about like giving me ideas as long as I ask and, and kind of keep on them, especially like I was hounding my family for gifts, gift ideas, at least after Thanksgiving, it was like, I want to get all that stuff done on cyber Monday. I want to get it ordered. Um, I want to get it taken care of. So I'm not scrambling last minute. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, getting it done, but also putting thought to the point where it's like, are they going to actually use this? Are they going to actually wear this? Is this going to be of value to them rather than just getting something mindlessly that, you know, they may have a thousand of or have gotten a bunch in the past or whatever.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That's fair um yeah, to that note for guys both in my intermediate family me and my dad and for both sides, we're very large proponents of sharing different and all types of alcohol and cigars. So like there's always <clears throat> there's always different types, different sizes, different combos, but we're more so for the experience of using that together rather than the gift itself. So like me and my dad will always hot tub and smoke cigars and just kind of enjoy whiskey with that and the whole premise of catching up as a father and a son. Um, and then with cousins with the white a- elephant, I'm, a, I'm a little bit lazy when it comes to white elephant, because I know everyone will drink <laughs> alcohol. Everyone will smoke cigars or, you know, or a variation of that. So I usually just give those gifts, but uh, Jeremy, let's, uh, let's crack you open again. Let's crack you open as the gift would. Um, what do you guys do for gifts?
1: Um, for me, it's kind of like, uh, we kind of just give our, our lists and we, in re- we receive lists and we kind of just try to stick to the list and then once in a while like i'll feel a little crazy and go off and get something i think the the other person will like i'm really not great at giving gifts so i i definitely need a, a list with sizes and colors and if you want like a scent you need to literally describe what it is for me or else i will screw it up but yeah for me giving gifts is it's i like to get it done early kind of like cole like i had most of my stuff already bought on cyber monday like i got everything out of the way i needed to so it was just at the point where it was sitting in my room for a month, and all I needed to do was wrap it,
0: and that definitely made it easier. But you know, for me, gifts is I need help. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let me uh, let me ask this follow up here real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll turn it over to Cole. Um, first off, if I sat down with the Machino family, I feel like I get a nice little, perfectly printed out manual of okay, this is exactly what I need, the size, the color, all of that. This is where you buy it. Go have fun. <laughs>
1: For me, yeah. If it was coming from me, yes. But you know, my my mother or my father or whoever else is giving gifts usually doesn't need that. I I tend to screw up gifts, so I need help. Yeah.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. No, I just I, I find it fun to to give you know your analytical mind a little bit of, a hard time because I'm not sure if your dad's that way too. But that's just the answer cracked me up because I that's exactly how I feel like you would answer that question. <laughs> but go ahead, Cole. So.
2: One thing I want to bring up, and, and I wanted to bring this up just kind of while we're talking about gifts and giving gifts and and uh, and receiving gifts, one of the best gifts that I've ever gotten, I got it last year from my sister, um, was a was one of those tie blankets. You guys know what those are? Like each they're they're tied kind of all around the outside, and it was a Yankees blanket, and it was a blan- It was it was so meaningful because she she put it together herself, like she made it herself, bought the fabric, tied it together, put it together. We actually, you guys, are partnering with. We just got a new partner, Chi Town Blankets. Um, and they're not necessarily making the blankets themselves, but they are doing something so cool in the state of Illinois, one of the biggest cities in the world, Chicago, Illinois, for people who may not have a blanket or may not be able to get together in the warmth and cozy with their families this year. Um, and, you know, Chi Town Blankets, they're, they're one of our brand new partners, they're a nonprofit organization. Their mission this holiday season and during the cold season is to zero out cold in Chicago. Uh, The Chi-Town Blankets team accept blanket donations and then they're literally going out to the streets of Chicago and donating those blankets to the people who need them. Uh, You know, the movement started way back with one blanket and they've grown to over 1,100 donations and they're still growing. I would love to get an updated number on that. Um, But there's over 80,000 homeless people in Chicago, you guys. And so um, it's a great cause. Um, If you, if you want to help out, here's one way you can do it. Go to ChiTownBlankets.com or find them on social media, learn how to donate on their website or on their, their social media platforms and get involved. Just simply get involved. You can do donations, you can do actual blankets. Um, So it's C-H-I-T-O-W-N-B-L-A-N-K-E-T-S, Blankets. Um, and you know, everybody deserves to be warm, especially during the cold weather, no matter if you're on the East coast, or you're in the Midwest, you're on the, the the West coast, East coast, Midwest, wherever you're at in the South, in the North. Um, so con- just consider giving the gift of warmth this, this holiday season and, and help out Chi Town Blankets.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty great organization that they're running over there. And, um, you know, we know Dom very well. And, um, yeah, honestly, I mean, and this goes really well into our, our emphasis or one of our emphasis is Cole for this episode was just. Gr- gratitude and positivity. I mean, think about that. Just a small gift of a, of a blanket to someone who is homeless could mean way much more than me getting that third sweatshirt for the university of Iowa, you know, or something like that. But, um, one of the, and and we're not going to get serious on this one. It's, we, we do enough of that already, but, um, just the positivity. Cause it's crazy to think this retro year of 2020, it's going to come to an end, right?
2: Yeah, no doubt. Like it's coming to an end. The uh- I think, you know, like I said at the beginning, the countdown to Christmas is on, but I think the countdown to 2021 is also on, too. Like, we're literally, as we record this, it's 630 here on the West Coast on December 20th. There's 10 days. There's not even 10 days left in 2020. So we can't use that excuse anymore. Um, and it's just kind of exciting to be like, right? 2021 is going to be a new page. It's a blank slate, and, and who knows what could happen. There's a lot of good to be had
0: yeah and I don't want to be I don't want to be hung over into 2021 either with 2020 I want to be right. able to close the chapter of that book and think you know what there's a lot of things that had happened to a lot of people but I want nothing more than to respond in such a strong positive manner into 2021 so then that way we can kind of keep the positive vibes up I think Christmas is about the best time in New year's to freaking kick that off would you guys agree
1: everyone talks about New Year's resolutions. Well, the the ultimate New Year's resolution is starting twenty twenty one off fresh. I mean, we had such a terrible year in twenty twenty. Let's uh, let's start over in twenty twenty one and and make it ten times, twenty times, thirty times better than twenty twenty was because twenty twenty
0: was an absolute dumpster fire for most people. Certainly handling a lot of adversity um, for for folks, but. Um, just to, to throw a little bit of, of random questions or topics and forgive us for jumping around, but we did decide before the episode, we were going to do all things Christmas. So we're going to try to squeeze it in. Um, what is your guys, I'll go to the, to Cole here. What is your guys' favorite Christmas movie? And I know there's a couple pretty, pretty obvious ones out there, but I want to know if you guys have it personalized, uh, with your family.
2: So mine's, I mean, mine's going to be pretty basic. Now, there's a lot of great Christmas movies out there. Like, I mean, and and every every podcast right now is doing, like, the Christmas thing. So, it's like, you know, who's, you know, what's the best Christmas movie? And that'd be a super easy (laughs) debate to get into. Or, like, what, you know, what's the best Christmas song? But, um, personally, for me, like, it's Home Alone. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I think Home Alone's number one. Uh, It's funny. I was watching, I was listening to a podcast the other day. They were doing, like, a Christmas movie draft and, and Home Alone went round one, pick one. Oh. I was just like, okay, so I'm, I'm on the right track as far as Christmas movies go, but, and I know some people love Home Alone too, like the Lost in New York one's pretty great, but there's just like, I don't know, I, I love that. There's such a, there's a youthfulness and an innocence to like that story and what's going on at the time. The kid gets left alone and then, uh, and then burglars try to break into his house and he makes it a complete fun house and a madhouse. And, and there's just a, like such a beautiful comedic element to that. I don't know. I just love that, especially around the Christmas time.
0: Yeah. That movie is a classic. And if you haven't seen it, there are people out there that may have not seen it. I would highly recommend it because it's just like we said, it's just an absolute traditional movie. So Jeremy, do you guys watch a movie at all?
1: Um, You know, it's, it's usually Elf oh, or the Grinch okay. usually the Buddy with Buddy the Elf or uh the Jim Carrey Grinch, you can't really like yeah, we used to watch the the old school animated uh animated one back in like from the nineteen whatever's and it just uh when Jim Carrey came along and did the, the live action Grinch he just knocked it out of the ballpark. So you can't really go wrong with the Grinch and you know there's the new animated one that came out. It's 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 all right. I'll say that. It's it's an alright movie but you, you just you can't go wrong with Jim Carrey as the Grinch.
2: So, Jeremy, because you brought that up, I have a question for you. I was recently told by a friend, we could say, that I look like the baby Grinch. Do you think that's true? You've watched that movie clearly. You know it. Do I look the like the baby Grinch?
1: Grinch? Um, no, I, I do not think you look like the okay. baby Grinch. I mean, you would have to have green hair, but I don't think you have the same facial structure or anything. Okay. To look like a baby Grinch. So I, I, I don't
2: know if that, I don't know if this person listens to us even, or, or knows that we do this or, or whatever, but it, just in case I had to throw that in there just because I, was I, I
1: think your friend is, yeah, I think your friend's looking at the wrong baby Grinch, I would say, I guess. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think Cole,
0: sometimes, sometimes you might act like a baby Grinch.
2: <laughs> okay, that, I've got, that's totally fair. I I'm
0: just kidding. I'm sure I fall under, fall under that category as well too. So, my all-time favorite is, and this one is about as basic as you can get, is Christmas Vacation. That it's, movie is so textbook, but you cannot overlook it at the holidays. I mean, it is just so the the characters, the the resemblance of how shit just blows up on you, all of that star-like stuff is
2: sometimes quite literally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That movie is probably one of my all. Yeah. It's, it's just a a banger for us. And we usually watch that as we're uh, overcoming our midday or late day lull. Um, Awesome. So let's go and let's turn to music now. Do you guys have anything that you formally listen to or do you just have Christmas music in the background or what are your feelings on Christmas music? Some people only play it one day a year. Some people play it for two months.
1: Yeah, I don't know if uh, you guys remember living with me, but I mean, I am definitely a a Christmas music person. I think I would play it quite a bit during the Christmas holiday season, but you cannot go wrong with Mariah Carey's Christmas or Mm. Michael Buble. Like, those are the the two all-time greatest Christmas lyricists ever to come grace our earth.
0: Wow. He makes a bold statement there. I'm not wrong, and I know it. (laughs)
1: Like, I am 100% confident saying that those... Their Christmas albums are just far and away better better than anyone else's Christmas albums, and it's not even close.
0: Very good. Well, I I wonder who on State Street that's listening to this is going to either agree or disagree with that, com- or no or that comment. No one will disagree with that comment. <laughs> Cole, what about you, buddy?
2: So I'm not I'm not so much like one artist or, or one album. I will say though, like when we're cleaning, getting ready for for to host, or maybe like you're getting ready for for Christmas Eve service on 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 the 24th um or even just kind of like throughout the day on christmas day whenever jingle bell rock comes on like that it that gets my it just gets my blood pumping like it it's like holy crap like it's upbeat and it's like there's a i just think like when i hear that song i just like i think of people running around the store like buying last minute presents i think of people um getting together and like, you know, the, the crazy cousin, Nick, like you is just kind of like getting after it or just like being, being a little bit, uh, a little being a little bit nuts. Um, and so I just like, <laughs> I totally see that. Or maybe like kids are just running around and like, there's two little ones, like fighting over the new Christmas toy or something like that. That's just like what I think of when that song comes on. So I love that song. It's near and dear to my heart, but what about you? What, as far as music goes, are you an artist guy? Are you a song guy, are you an album guy. What do you, what do you got?
0: We, uh, we try to do Pentatonix, their whole albums. I think they totally re- re-evolutionized the Christmas music theme a couple of years back, and they've made a couple of albums since. But those guys, man, they, they did my favorite version of Mary, Did You Know? And that still is my favorite Christmas song to this day. They just And Hallelujah is another one that they've made. It's just breathtaking to me. But we always used to listen to that as we drove to Grandma's house. And so we'll have that blaring uh, on this Christmas season. If you haven't checked out any of those stuff, guys, though, definitely take some time to do that. Um, okay, gotcha. Well, let's let's do this. Um, we are just getting ready to, to wrap some things up here. Um, we've appreciated you being on. I wanted to cover um, the actual Christmas list itself, though, maybe specifically this year. Um, and so Cole, or maybe we could start with Jeremy. Uh, I, I hope I don't ever favor one of you guys during our episodes. I'm not sure if our listeners even catch that or, or care, but. <laughs> um, so, Jeremy, what is on your Christmas list this year?
1: Man, I didn't really ask for much. It's just like the general clothes. And I was like, you know, if you want to get me clothes, I'll, I'll take like a, a sweatpants because I, I, I need sweatpants or socks. I'm I, I For some reason, I always am running low on socks around Christmas time. I don't know what it is. It's just it happens. I guess it's just in my DNA to lose socks throughout the year. But um yeah. And then, you know, if I if I get cash I'll probably put it towards something big after after Christmas. But maybe wait for like a deal and go out and I've been looking at a new putter, but I don't know if I wanna would ask for a three hundred dollar putter for Christmas. That'd be a little I feel like that's a little much for a Christmas present, especially being twenty four years old now. So I I think I'll kind of just kinda save up what I get and kind of reevaluate myself after and be like, all right, should I go out and get myself a Christmas present? Do I, do I want to get myself a Christmas present? Can I, can I hold off on it? Or I don't know. It's, it's kind of up in the air for me right now. And it's, gotcha. it's kind of just like the, I, I'm getting the generals basically right now. I think I didn't really ask for them, but I, I believe it'll probably end up being like the socks, underwear, pants, sweatshirt, whatever, maybe a shirt, but I, uh, that's pretty much it for me gotcha. on, the, on the Christmas list.
2: So in that answer, I, I hear two things. I hear a lot of vanilla just as far as the clothes go. I mean, that's a very vanilla answer. That's totally okay. That's normal. But I also hear that you have very expensive taste, Jeremy. And so it's like, do I ask, like, do I, do I go balls to the walls and just ask for like this massive gift that like, Hey, I might only get like one gift, you know, and, and mom and dad are going to have to like go all out or Santa's going to have to put in overtime to like make that happen. Uh, or, or what may have you, but the, the vanilla is, is apparent, just clothes. I mean, that's a, that's a classic answer. That's a classic Christmas gift answer. But I also hear, I'm like, okay, Jeremy's got a little expensive taste. If he wants like a $300 putter, Jeremy wants like a new car. Jeremy wants, you know, the latest and greatest technology or, or, uh, or, or, or uh, like data processing software. I don't know what you, what you would ask as far as like Jeez. software engineering stuff goes, but uh, no, that's, that's funny. That's interesting. I, that I love that about you, Jeremy.
0: If you're uh if you're going to buy a $300 putter that, that should make every shot for you in and around the green. If you're going to spend that much money, you better be very good at putting or that putter better put the ball in the hole for you. I'm hoping this will be the only
1: putter I ever purchase. So oh I uh, see. just make sure it's a nice one and yes keep it. Cause I, I have a, a, putter in my bag right now. If we're going to get all golfy, that is a, uh, it's about fifty years old, so I it's, see. Yeah, I I would like to replace that and kind of just hold on to this one for as long as I can.
0: Gotcha. Well, just on the topic of golf, I mean, all the clubs are very expensive. You can get really carried away in that game with what you spend your money yeah, well, on. But uh, <clears throat> perfect, man. Um, Cole, what do you got on the Christmas list?
2: So I think the number one thing I asked for, just because, like Jeremy, I and I can I can I can. I, I sympathize with this. A lot of the gifts that I really truly want are like, you know, the big ticket items. Like I would love if Santa, if you're listening, um, you know, bring a, bring like a brand new car down my down my chimney, (laughs) like a brand, if, if a brand new car came down the chimney, I would be totally okay with that. Um, but as some things that, you know, I, I, I did have on the Christmas list actually were um, so I'm, I'm really looking to get, like, a new set of wireless headphones. I think that would be awesome. Ooh. I still work out, you guys, with, like, the basic cord-in, like, Ew. Apple headphones. Yeah, so I'm still, like, I'm still miles and, and years You're
1: still back behind. in 2012.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm back in 2012 when I work out as far as, like, what I listen to. And so I really need, like, a new pair of headphones. As, like, whether they cover the ear, whether, they, uh, whether they're, whether they like, the, the earbuds or ear pods, whatever they're called. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that was like top of the list. Cause I'm like, I got to change this like that. Something's got to, something's got to change here. I can't be working out with the, the Apple string cord headphones for, for much longer.
0: Well, I give you a hard time for that just because it's crazy how fast those have evolved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't too long ago where that was just very acceptable to have those headphones. And now with AirPods, like everyone I know has wireless headphones now, like Bose beats, not Bose. Uh, beats. Um, And then there's a lot of different brands that that you can put them right in your ear and it does make life a a heck of a lot easier. But um, before I share my Christmas list, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Drifos Quality Wear. Uh, Something
2: that may even be on your Christmas list.
0: Right. Yeah. So if you do like clothes and quality clothes at that, I would highly check them out. We're partnered with those guys over there and uh, they have a variety of different items, actually ranging from hats, long sleeves, crew sweatshirts for both boys and girls that do a nice job uh, on that front to make sure that it's not one sided um, and some good color schemes and things of that nature. But uh, if you guys do check that out, uh, the Driftless Quality Wear uh, at checkout, if you type in uh, all lowercase uh, state street, um, you're going to get 10% off of the whole carts purchase um, from that perspective. So for all those deal savers out there, uh, please make sure you take advantage of that and help out a local small business, if you will. But I uh, love the guys over at, um, at Driftless. I wonder what they're getting for Christmas.
2: I don't know. You guys think they do like they, you think they give Driftless stuff? Cause I mean, like, kind of like you said, and you know, Jeremy said, he's like, you know, I'm basic when it comes to that. And like, I would love, I mean, I have my sweatshirt. I've talked about my sweatshirt before. Like if I got sweatshirts, like the ones that the Driftless guys have for Christmas, I'd be all about it. Like that's what I would be wearing on Christmas day is like a Driftless quality wear sweatshirt. They're warm, they're comfy. I don't even necessarily have to wear anything under them. Like normally when I'm just lounging around, I'll throw on my Driftless sweatshirt and like lounge around in it. Like that's literally it. Like that and like pants, sweats. So- That would be an awesome Christmas gift. I would imagine those guys have done that in the past if, if, uh, if they don't do it this year.
0: Yeah, they should. And just to fire straight with our residents, we're we're not doing this and, and boasting about it because we are like trying to boost them up at all. We're doing it because they actually have quality clothes. Like I own some of their clothing as like you do Cole and it's legit, man. It's, it's very comfortable. And, um, just, just another Avenue to help out a local business as well too. But for the actual Christmas list, um, Call me a grown up, but my big thing was a standing desk. I wanted to buy a standing desk for Santa. So then that way, when I'm making calls, and having to type on the computer, I'm not in a seated position. And I'm hoping, because like he's, like I said, he's super good at just knowing whatever the hell it is that I want, which is amazing. I still don't know how he does it, but I think he'll come through this year with that standing desk. And of course, if I didn't bring this up and I'm super nerdy right now and I'll nerd out, I got like five books coming, man. Five brand new books that are all different topics. All going
2: to and... be content for this podcast. <laughs> too.
0: Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but no, I, I just I love giving, and I also love receiving, and I think everyone deserves to experience that a little bit and you know what's what's your favorite part as we're wrapping it up here? Uh, what's your favorite part about giving gifts? I'll just I'll just ask that.
1: I mean it's just fun to it's fun to see the reactions and show people that you're grateful for them like I mean I me and Kaylee already did, already did gifts because we were unsure if we' are going to be able to have Christmas together, and I mean it was just fun going out and buying her stuff and showing how grateful I am to her. So, I mean, I guess that's kind
0: of just why I like giving gifts. Yeah. Well, it is that reaction, though. I love seeing their face light up when it's a good gift. Do you right. get that, color? or what were you going to say?
2: Well, yeah. So, I was going to That's that is also one of my favorite parts. I think also, and it, and it didn't really happen this year just kind of because of COVID, which was a little bit of a bummer, but also it's a lot easier to shop online. But, like, actually going out and, like, being in the craziness of, like, buying Christmas presents, like, the stores are all decorated you know, they got the deals going on, whether you go out on black Friday or maybe you grow, you go out, you know, tomorrow, like, Oh, like a few days before Christmas, like it's like last minute rush or like all the Christmas deals, the, and like I said, the stores are usually typically decked out. People are running around, they got their carts full or they're trying to find something that's already out of stock or don't have the size. Um, so I just, I like that. I like being amongst all that, like craziness and everything, but See, that's where like, I'm kind of weird is like, I want to have it all done. I want to get it done. I want to get it out of the way, but I also want to be a part of the craziness. I just don't want to be the one going crazy.
0: I see. You want to feel calm and under control because you've already purchased, you're more or less people watching. You've expressed that you like to observe people and how they handle certain situations. (laughs) People
2: people watching during the holidays is like that in the Iowa State Fair, like it's unprecedented. There's nothing like it.
0: It is fun to watch people kind of go crazy with that kind of stuff. And I've been on the the late present buying ban for many, many years. I'm getting better about it. But, um, and then also lastly, um, we are actually not going to have a guest this week, uh, on state street due to the holidays. We wanted to wish everyone a very, very Merry Christmas, um, from that perspective. So don't be too thrown off if, uh, if you were anticipating that.
2: So to wrap us up, I got one last question to, and, and then we can, we can get out of here. Everybody can go be with their families. I got a flight to catch. Uh, to get back to des moines iowa go be in the snow for a few days and then get back to california where it's sunny but what are you guys going to emphasize when it comes to christmas this year like what's going to be the emphasis what what's one thing that you really want to make a concerted effort just because we are state street we're a state street podcast we want to help people be better grow be happier do whatever like what's going to be your guys's emphasis so jeremy what's your emphasis during christmas kind of over this week where we're going to be with family be with friends be be celebrating together be eating good food what's going to be the emphasis for you
1: man i'm just happy we got here and we're able to to spend it with at least some of the people that we can be around right and i mean given the the circumstances the world back in march i don't think anyone would have expected us to even like even have a remotely kind of general christmas but I think we're at the point where some of us can actually have a, a real kind of real Christmas, I guess. And I think the emphasis is just, just being happy that I can go out and spend a, a somewhat ordinary Christmas
0: with uh, people I want to be around. Nick, what about you? Well said, Jeremy. Uh, I'm going to keep mine very short, um, but I want to interject as much positivity as possible. Being as happy, as loving, as open-minded and just what can I do for everyone to make sure they have a good time and really interject positivity um, so we can just have a kick-ass 2021. But what about you, Cole?
2: So I I actually, so I I came up with this, right? We talked about this off air and like I've, because I've thought a lot about this. Like, what do I want to emphasize over Christmas? I feel like it's been a big year of growing. You know, we started this podcast way back in March and it's like, holy crap. Like it's it's Christmas time. What do I want to emphasize? I want to let myself just like be immersed in Christmas. I want to let myself be excited. You know, I think so many times you can worry about not getting the right gift or be, you know, like, oh crap, I got to get together with this family member or like, oh boy, like, you know, mom's getting upset that I'm not doing enough cleaning or that I didn't <laughs> clean enough or, or maybe some food got burned or whatever. And maybe it's not tasting the best, or whatever. I like I want to throw all that out the window. I want to be and kind of like you said Nick, like you want to be positive, you want to overflow positivity, but like I just want to be I want to immerse myself in the excitement of Christmas. I mean, we're here. We right? are. Like, I want to be willing to I want to be willing to take every picture. I want to be willing to give every hug. I mean, dude, hugs in 2020 even have been like a a, a forgotten thing. Like you don't hug anymore. You do the el- the stupid elbow thing. I think that's so cheesy and corny. Um, but like, dude, like, you know, give people a hug or, or just like sit and talk and catch up with people just like fully immerse myself in what the holiday, like what you do over the holidays, whether it's cliche or not. Yeah. Like, you know, do I want to talk to every single person for, you know, an hour and a half sitting on the couch when there's a football game on not necessarily, but it's like, what better time to like, there's so much to talk about, especially with this year. Um, and I just. I just think about how far we've come just like as a world, you know, as, as state street and, and all the residents on state street, just take a minute to think about how far we've come and let yourself get excited about this. Let yourself be excited about getting a gift on Christmas, just because not everybody does be excited that you get to be with whatever family you get to be with, whether they're on a, on a screen or whether you actually get to, to fly in, or maybe you just wake up in the bed, uh, you know, of your, the, 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 you're under the same roof as your family. Um, and so I just, that's for me, that's, what's important. I wanted, I wanted to share that because I'm, it's important. And I think it's, there's no better time than Christmas to, to look at those things and just fully immerse yourself in what it means and, and, um, what it, what it's, what it's all about.
0: Beautifully said, beautifully noted. I think uh, people should definitely take that advice and just, let's just be happy. Like you said, happy to be together and, and spend time spending time. So uh, very well. Well, State Street, thank, or the residents rather. Thank you for spending time with us on our first edition of uh, this holiday season being Christmas and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. And uh, until next time, guys.